Hello, good evening to whoever's listening to me. As I'm sitting here at my desk, looking outside the windows of Diamond Shears, I was thinking to myself, how can I be more helpful? How can I be more like you, Jesus? And as you've been listening a little bit of what I've been talking about, this morning I woke up feeling a lot better, waiting on my noon phone call from one of the leaders from the church that we're attending to get on some prayer. And hearing them pray, you know, they're praying scripture, but they're not praying ordinary prayers. And so I'm here now thinking to myself, how can I be like them? How can I pray big prayers like that? You know, because I'm I'm tearing out my heart to you, God. You know, like I want to be able to name scriptures and say all this. But then he said that he knows who I am. He hears me, too. So I said, show me how to be like you. So I opened my Bible after getting a visit from a walk-in, you know, as, as I'm doing her hair, I'm thinking to myself all the things that I've been learning and my mind is just rushing, having so many thoughts going through my head, just like lightning, like something abnormal. It's just so hard to explain. It's all good thoughts, though, like different types of solutions. I'm thinking like science and numbers and it's just crazy, right? So I opened the Bible and I, I come across Romans 12, where it says, it talks about um, how, to be, how to be a Christian the right way, um, living, living like a sacrifice, like and humbling, humbling your, your body to Christ, um, how to love, how to put love in action, all those good things and as I was reading I was just thinking and I was talking to my pastor um my first lady she said I asked her I said why why is it that I feel I feel like I hate I hate the bad things like like I would want to connect but I just can't there's so many things going on my daughter is sick you know my husband's having different thoughts as well like me and my other child are fine my other daughter is being attacked emotionally and you know and i'm just like well the enemy why does the enemy love hurting our bodies like i asked the first lady like why does the enemy love or love to hurt our bodies you know and i know he hates us it's just a feeling, I'm feeling frustrated because I know that, that this battle is not on flesh. It's, it's, it's spiritual. And she said, well, the fall of Adam, when he disobeyed God and his, and, and his commandment, the entire world and humanity is now tainted by sin and it's by products. She said, and, and that comes death, it's decayed and death. 
She said, yes, the enemy can try to use sickness against the bodies of the saints, but also remember that the enemy is not is not in control. God is in control. You know, so as I'm sitting there reading, reading her messages, I'm reflecting at the same time. I'm like, yes. And I'm and I'm thinking to myself, that is actually what's happening right now. My daughter has been sick for two sick for two days. She's, and then she says in Job, um, Satan could not attack Job until God allowed it. I'm like, okay, so God, she said, God is a healer and deliverer. He only, and the only way to experience his healing power is to experience sickness. So therefore, we're not perfect. And we, we must be able to understand that it's okay to make a mistake, to fall, because God will pick you back up. So I'm, I'm still thinking, she says, God has given us living, breathing, the rhema word and his dunamis power. When the enemy shows up, we 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 do what Jesus did. We say it, we say it as it's written. We give the enemy what God says and we give with faith and conviction. And. And even as we are experiencing various kinds of pain and discomfort, hurt, pain, or whatever it is that you're dealing with, disappointments, we look at the Lord. Our faith looks to him. He knows how to touch us. And, you know, I sit there, I'm like, yes, you know, she's, she's so right. Like, she's saying all the words right now. So I'm just... Like, I, I don't I don't understand why I'm still feeling frustrated, you know, like I know that this is happening for a reason. I, I'm trying to keep my eyes in the Lord, you know, I'm trusting him and I'm understanding that 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 the enemy can't touch me, you know, unless God allows it. My daughter is sick. So what is it that God wants me to 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 understand here? You know, like I know everybody gets sick, but my daughter was literally she had two she had high fever for two days. She her her mouth was super white pale. I almost got worried. I, I really got worried. Not almost. I did. I almost went. Uh, I took her to the hospital, but thankfully I, I I didn't have to. I didn't need to take her to the hospital. Um, so I got home one day. You know, on the on the second day I got home frustrated. I took her straight from work. I took her straight to the restroom. I undressed her. Took her a nice warm bath. I started putting um what is that medicine called Vicks on her you know I gave her some medicine I said oh no I started rebuking I started pouring some some olive oil on her you know that was blessed by the pastor and I started rebuking whatever was trying to harm my daughter and I said you know what I'm not gonna go to work I'm not gonna go to work and I'm just gonna just stay home with her and and just give her comfort um and then you know uh, first lady or pastor she said the enemy will come kill and steal and destroy um, Jesus said that he came that his people will have life and life more abundantly that means that constant and consistent increase through Christ and then I asked I told her I said my hands are feeling like they want to catch on fire if that makes sense she said hmm like like the like the nerves in your hands are tingling are you hydrated have you had enough water i said yes i, I drink tons of water i always try to carry a water bottle everywhere 
like my bones feel it like my flesh is my not my flesh but my bones and i'm like confused you know i'm still like i'm feeling all these things and i don't like it she said look she said go look on luke one of jesus disciples um and used by the holy ghost to write the gospel of luke acts was a doctor uh she said god works through people and he uses doctors as well go get checked you know please get your angela baby to the doctor as well two days of fever is not good and i said yes can you guys pray for us tonight giselle and i are feeling fine just our just our other three and she said we can do prayer over zoom if you like just have to check with pastor And I just said, okay, um, that would be appreciated. I just didn't know if it was okay to feel anger or frustration against the enemy. I know Pastor did mention it before, but it seems like the body don't like, um, my body doesn't like feeling anger, almost felt wrong, or it could just be that we all have to fast. I'm just guessing, trying to find solutions. You know, I'm, I'm having a whole bunch of thoughts. Like, I'm trying to find a solution and she just said to submit myself uh self to the lord you know therefore submit yourself therefore to god uh and to resist the devil um and he will flee from you and i said yes amen i thank her for all her words and she sent me how to how to keep your sustenance in your midst of trials you know it was just all reminders that sometimes you need those so I, I told her I'm on it, you know, and today, you know, after the visit, I still wanted to know more, like, how can I be better? Like, I'm always trying to be better, right? So I'm like, God, how can I be better? Show me, reveal it to me. And it took me to Romans after that visit. And on Romans 12, 9 says, love must, love must be sincere. Hate what, um, love must be sincere. Hate what it what is evil so hate what is evil and your love must be sincere um and then cling to what is good so i told i told myself okay so i'm just gonna focus on the good things and and not on the bad things so as i continue to read i also come to um romans 12 21 which is on the same chapter of the 12 we went from 9 now to 21. It says, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. So I said, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to be good. But how is it possible? By caring, right? With love. So I continue on reading. And it went to the 12 to the 13 chapter, 10 to 14. He says, love does, love does no harm. To a neighbor meaning it, it love doesn't harm anybody or anybody that's next to you therefore love is the fulfillment of the law and do this understanding the present time the hour has already come for you to wake up from your slumber so he said do this understand so I must be able to understand the present time. Like what's really happening? The hour that has already come for you to wake up from your slumber. I said, oh, okay. So 
he's waking me up already he's getting me ready right he's 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 like he's training me already to become what i need to become because our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed so that let me that let me sink in as well to like to to how it was in the beginning when i started knowing who god really was you know i'm like god like i remembered you know what i used to do like that's that's i find that so crazy and amazing um that you're taking me back to that you know because our salvation it is our salvation is near now that that we that we that we first but when we first believe like it's we're getting closer and closer every single day and and every single minute like if i'm thinking about all the things that are happening in the world like all the nations going against each other all the hate that is spreading around all the negativity instead of spreading love there's so many people spreading negativity and i'm mean, like you hear it every single time but like make sure that you do it every single day not just for today because you're feeling low so oh uh, then i continue reading and it says the night is nearly over the days is almost here so let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light let us behave behave this uh, decently as in the daytime not in carousing and drunkenness not in sexual immorality and the debauchery not in dissension or jealousy rather clothe yourselves with the lord jesus christ and do not think about how to glorify uh, gratify the desires of the flesh so that told me to to get myself together you know like now put your put your armor of the light put your armor on already like what are you waiting for you know it says wake up from your slumber because our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed like the night is nearly over and, and that right there the night is nearly over that made me think about about winter like if you think about it in winter we have longer nights than we do days and i was like wow this is this is like right on spot right the day is almost here so let us put aside the deeds the day is almost here meaning that his time is coming because it said it in the beginning right it said that um that his it says understand the present time that the hour has already came for you to wake up from your slumber so and then he says the day is almost here so let us put aside the deeds of darkness so stop thinking negative don't think negative and put on the armor of light let us behave decently so behave well you know behave well with love and cling to what's good and hate what it's evil do not over and, and it says do not overcome by evil but overcome with good so let us behave decently by clinging into what's good behave well as in the daytime in the carousing and the and and drunkenness daytime not in the carousing i'm sorry and in drunkenness don't be drunk out there you know like don't be out there drinking do not be sec do not be committing sexual immorality 
Do not be doing all, none of those things. Do not be feeling jealous. Do not be feeling none of that. Rather, clothe yourselves. He's like, put put yourselves uh, uh, the clothes of Jesus Christ, of the Lord Jesus Christ. Clothe, rather, clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ. So purify yourself and do not think about how to, to glorify, to gratify the desires of your flesh. So don't think about food. You know, if you want to eat chips and junk food and all, the, all those things, do not feed your flesh. Do not feed your body. But feed your soul, feed your heart, feed your mind. Put your clothes of the Lord Jesus Christ. So, you know, like that gave me a big lift. And and now I'm still sitting here like, wow, like I have to be. I have to ha- I have to be merciful just like how 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 the Lord is merciful too, you know. He said <coughs> that he's a he's a God of mercy. And, and to offer ourselves. He said offer yourselves as a as a living sacrifice meaning we're not we're not um we have to sacrifice our bodies, our desires like what it say, sexual morality, you know, things that, that make our body feel good for him. He said, for God's mercy, holy and pleasing to God, so it can be holy and pleasing to God. So when he comes, this uh he 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 comes among you. This is this is true and and proper worship. This is your true and proper worship. So when he comes, he don't come finding a um a dirty body he comes and finds a pure body a pure home and then it says do not conform to the pattern of his world but be transformed by renewing of your mind then you will be able to test and approve what god's will is his good pleasing and perfect will so live this life for god's will you know, I, 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 all the prayers that I heard this morning were all prayers for God's will. I didn't hear nothing about them. You know, at the end they did, but it was all God's will. God, you said this in the scripture. God, you created the heavens and the earth. You promised this. You promised. Like proclaiming. For And then he says, for, for by grace giving me, I say to every one of you. Do not think of yourselves more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment. So stop being selfish. Stop thinking that it's all about you because people need help. People need help. So you need to stop being selfish and start ministering over your emotions. Staying Jesus and trusting Jesus. How can you do that? A lot of people deal with so much emotions. How can they how can they put their emotions aside? How can I how can they not feel? Change your view. Change how you view your your trials, your trials and your negative thoughts. Train your thoughts. Overcome evil with love, it says. 
If you see someone acting out of usual, minister to them. Talk to them about God. Talk to them how he's still good, how he's still healing. Allow yourself to be used by God or by the Holy Spirit. And if you are desiring that right now, I please encourage you to read Bible, to go to your nearest church, to reach out to me so you can be guided into the right path. Trust me, because I was out there getting drunk. I was out there smoking. I was out there committing sin too until the Lord ended up calling me. It wasn't because of me. It was because of him. Minister to them. Usual. Uh, if you see someone acting out of their usual, minister to them. Encourage them. Support them. Because what you go through can help somebody else not make the same mistakes. If you have advice, if you have wisdom, give it out. Because God can see what you're doing for his will, for him. Put God's works to work. Allow him to use you. You know, be self-sacrificing. Understand, listen, and meet people where they are. To be able to help them. A lot of people are scared to meet people where they are because they're like, I don't want what I don't want what was coming out of you to come to me. You know, but we have to trust in the Lord. If you don't feel well, still help. But don't wear yourself out. How don't you how how do you not wear yourself out? It's clear. It just said be a living sacrifice holy and pleasing to god that is how you don't wear yourself out and be honest to god where you are so that he can help you a lot of people are dying in silence a lot of people have so many emotions in their hearts and their thoughts and their bodies and they 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 transform that into tension and they live with that those people are strong people but those strong people get weak too. They need help too. They need love too. They need someone that can hold your hand and, and take them and say, it's okay. You're so strong, but guess what? It's okay because God has your back. They just need that type of support or or enough, a little bit of air so they can their fire can keep burning. And then now that you minister after after you have helped them, Ask them to get over whatever, uh, ask them to, to get all the things that he's been putting you through. Take it all out to fix it. Open your mouth and don't be selfish and help somebody else because just how you got help, guess what? You must help the others too because you're not the only one. That's why your testimony is very important. Your emotions are very important. What you're going through is very important because you are going to be able to help others. Just how, how they were ministering to you and they helped you, guess what? You're going to be able to do that to other people. Lead them. You're going to become a leader. Everybody in here is a leader. And then check yourself. Admit to yourself. Be true to yourself. And admit if you have fallen, talk to God. Work the work, they said. Work the work. No, don't just read Bible scripture. Don't just don't just talk about what you've learned. Actually, work the work. Like me, I could be talking about all this, all these things that I've been learning. But if I'm not applying it to myself, then what good is it? 
I can't be out here preaching about things that I'm not doing because then I'll become a hypocrite. And I don't want that because I asked the Lord this morning. I asked him, I said, show me how to be like you. Take all these emotions out of my life. But then the emotions are the ones that are going to help you too to minister to others because you must meet them where they are. How do you do it? How do you become the evil with love? Stay away when you feel bad. So you don't transmit to when you don't transmit negative to others. If you feel negative, if you if, if, if the things that are coming out of your mouth are not good. Then don't say it. Everything that comes out of your mouth must be like honey. It says in the Bible, it has to be good because you can't be talking good and bad. You must be talking good. You must be, everything that comes out of your mind must be like honey. Encouraging, supporting, love, care. And this world doesn't have a lot of that. Why? Because they lacked respect already. And I believe that's in in the chapter two. If If we keep reading this chapter, it says, um... Love must be sincere. Hate. Okay, what is uh where was I at? For for the grace given given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with faith. God has distributed to each of you. For just as each of us have one body, one one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function. So in Christ we have we thought many forms one so in Christ we thought many form one body and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to grace given to us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If if, if it is encouraged, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it's to lead, do it delightly. If it if it shows mercy, do it cheerfully. You know, it's just basically saying do what you do good and stop doing what you do bad. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what's good. Be devoted to one another. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fever serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope and patient in affliction. You must be patient in affliction. And I just, I I was trying to, I just didn't know what I had to do. And all I had to do was be patient and give my love and encourage and do what I do best. You know, when my daughter was sick and I didn't know what to do because she she had fever for a long time. And I hurried up and I, I, I undressed her. I took her to the bath, gave her a nice warm shower. I covered her, made sure she was warm, gave her some medicine. And still I'm thinking to myself, like, why is the why is Satan trying to attack me? But I didn't understood that he was trying to attack me and my family because we're trying to do what's right. So while I'm over here thinking so much, I'm forgetting that I must be patient. I'm forgetting that I must do what I know how to do to take care of business. 
to be faithful in prayer, to share with the share with the Lord's people who are in need, practice hospitality. And then as I continue reading, it says, bless those who, who persecute you. People that, that are harming you, bless them. Bless them. Wish them well. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. Live in harmony with one another and do, and do not be proud. But be willing to associate with people in low position. Do not be conceited. So don't take pride in all the things that are happening. If something happens, do it right. Don't be conceited and say, oh, I did that. I did that because it wasn't you. Because you allowed yourself to be used by the Holy Spirit. Because you were willing to work the work. So why would you take credit for that? Trials always lead to opportunity to ministry. And people have their terminologies all twisted up. People have their terms, their messages all twisted up. But they don't go to the truth, to the Bible. And it says, do not repay anyone with evil, but be, be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. So even if they're not watching, who cares? Still do the right thing. If it's possible, as far as, far as it depends on you, leave, live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my dear friends. Do not take revenge. Trust me, it's coming from someone that took revenge one time, and that was more than enough for me because it took me five years. I lived five years, about not even five years. I said it took me like two to three years living in pain. I was hurting for all those years. So don't take revenge. Give it to the Lord. Give it to the Lord that he knows. He knows why everything happens. There's a purpose for everything. And everything's a learning experience. And you must believe. Don't lose your faith. It says, but leave room for God's wrath. You must leave room for God's wrath. For it is written. It is mine, he says, the Lord. The Lord says, it is mine to Avenge, I will repay, says the Lord, on our contrary. He said, is his revenge and he will repay. He will take revenge he, and he is coming. If your enemy is hungry, feed him. That's the most hardest thing to do because you're like, how do I feed this person I don't even like? And they don't even like me. How do I feed them? Feed them. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. You know, there's not respect, you guys. I'm still looking for that for that paragraph where it talks about respect. Right here, I found it. And it continues to other chapters. It's chapter 13. Um, Romans chapter 13, 6, 7. It says, this is also why you pay taxes for the authorities of God's servants. Oh, this is why you also pay taxes for the authorities are God's servants who give their full time to governing. Give to everyone what you owe them. 
and if you owe taxes pay taxes in revenue then revenue if respect then respect if honor then honor says pay 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 respect to get respect honored to be honored you know don't just because you you're out here doing good doesn't mean that 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 you must treat others bad you know you have to use wisdom stay away when you're feeling negative Stay away when you're feeling all those negative thoughts, and and don't pass all pass all that out to to everybody. Be wise. Don't be intelligent or smart. Be wise. When you know what to do, do it. Don't think about it. Just do it, and don't expect nothing in in return. Don't go back to what hurt you and depart from that. You know, it's crazy because as it continues on reading, it says, let everyone be subjected to to the governing authorities for there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. Consequently, whoever rebels against the authority is rebelling against what God has instituted or I'm sorry for my English, but instituted and those who do who do so will bring judgment on themselves so don't be rebelling because you're only going to hurt yourself at the end and that's what i said earlier i took revenge and guess what i was rebelling against myself i, I thought everybody was going to pay for it but no as much as i was trying and trying and trying i even put myself in the gym Cause I wanted to get better by my own will, but I didn't know that only God was going to be able, he was going to be able to take that out for me. And those who do so will bring judgment on themselves for rulers hold no terror for those who do right. But for those who do wrong, do you want to be free from fear of the one in authority? So he said for rulers, Hold no terror for those who do right, but for those who do wrong. Do you want to be free from fear of the one in authority? Who's the one superior in authority? Only God is. And it says, do what is right and you will be commend, commandment, commanded for the one in authority is God, servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid. For rulers do not bear the sword for no reason. They are God's servants, agents of wrath, to bring punishment on the wrongdoer. Therefore, it is necessary to submit to the authorities, not only because of possible punishment, but also as a matter of, of conscience. And it's true because even even with your own parents, you do something wrong. Guess what? Now you're grounded. Guess what? Now you get a little spanking. There's a consequence for every action that you take. If it's a mistake, well, guess what? Go with somebody who is wise, who is God's child, that sets an example, and, and let them guide you. And let God correct you and accept correction. 
and admit to your wrongs. Don't go ahead and make the same mistake again and again and again because then you won't be learning. It's okay to make one mistake and learning from that. But if you continue on doing that, that's not a mistake. That's a choice. You can you continue on doing it and doing it and doing it again. Because then it'll be punishment, but it's, just, but it's also a matter of conscience, it says. Because it will stay in your head forever and then it's going to be hard for you to heal from that. It, it takes time. And then it goes on. This is also why you pay taxes for the authorities and God's servants who give their fulfillment to the governing Give everyone what you owe to them. So if it's respect, then respect. If it's honor, then honor. If it's taxes, then taxes. Whatever it is, pay what you owe. Let no debt remain outstanding, he says. Accept the continuing debt to love one another. That's the only debt. We're supposed to love one another. For whoever loves others has fulfillment, has fulfilled the law. The commitments. You should not commit adultery. You should not murder. You should not steal. You should not co- co- covet. And whatever other command that there may be are summed up in this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no harm to a neighbor. Therefore, love is fulfillment of love. It says at the end, and do this, understand the present time. So if you are right now thinking about what's happening in your life, in your life, man, there's so many bad things happening right now. I don't know what to do. He says, understand the present time. The hour has already come for you to wake up from your slumber. Wake up already. Stop being lazy. Take action. Make a change. Be the change. Because our salvation is nearer now than when we when we first believed. The night is, is nearly over. The day is almost here. So let us put aside the deeds of the darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us behave decently as the daytime as in the daytime, not in the carousing and drunkenness, not in sexual morality and debauchery, not in d- dissension or jealousy. Rather, clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not think about how to gratify the desires of your flesh. Do not think about that. You know, don't harm yourself. Ask for forgiveness if you have to. It's okay. It's okay to to feel guilty for a little bit. But don't stay there, you know? Get up already. Don't stay there. Don't don't think that that's going to that that's just going to be forever cuz nothing will last forever, not even pain. You know, in order to save, it says here, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So if you're listening to this right now, I encourage you to declare with your mouth. Today, I make the change. 
And if you want to repeat after me, you can. Today, I take the stand to make a change. And I admit that I have sinned. I admit that I've heard it. I admit that I'm not in the right. And I believe in my heart that I believe that Jesus died for my sins. Jesus is the Lord. And I believe that God raised him from the dead. And I believe I am saved. He said, for it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you prophesy, you profess your faith and are saved. As scripture says, anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame. For there is no difference between Jew or Gentile. The same Lord is Lord of all and richly blesses all who call on to him. For everyone who calls on his name of the Lord will be saved. How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? How? He says, how then? How can they call on the one that they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one of who they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? As it is written... How beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. But not all of the Israelites accepted the good news. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our message? Lord, who has believed our message? Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message. And the message is heard through the words of Christ. But I ask, did they not hear? Of course they did. The voice has gone out into the earth, all of the earth, he said. Their words to the end of the world. Again, I ask, did Israel not understand? First, Moses Moses says, I will make you envious by those who are not a nation. I will make you angry by a nation that has not understanding, that has no understanding. And Isaiah boldly says, I was fine found by those who did not seek me i reveal myself to those who did not ask for me but concerning israel he says all day long i have held out my hands to this to a disobedient and obstinate people so expect all of those things but keep your faith strong Believe in in God because he will come and take his revenge. He will come and vengeance you. Because the righteousness that is by faith. So don't lose your faith. Don't lose your hope. Don't lose your love. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I had to get get it out of my heart. You know, I hope this can help anyone out there. And I'm hoping for the best. So if you hear this message, make sure you share it with someone or hit the like button or give me a review. 
I'll try my best to continue on making more podcast recordings. And God bless you and um, stay safe in this world. Amen.